Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Severs and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us for this week's episode. Uh, Pastor Corey, good to be back with you. Um, what do we want to chat about today? We're, we're going to get to the scripture, of course, um, in John. That's going to be the main feature of our podcast today, but maybe just a couple announcements really quick. Yeah, Again. real quick. Uh, we won't go down the rabbit hole, but we're Lots of reopening issues. Read our reopening update that's out there. Watch the worship service Sunday and see the things going on. There's more and more in-person things that are going to happen. Keep that real general. That's good. So, yeah. Pay attention. Call us for more information. Pay attention to the newsletter that'll be out in a week or so. Okay. Uh, Lent soup suppers are happening virtually. We'll be having testimony from different folks that are connected to us one way or another, and all on the theme of more God. When God has became more, maybe more real to us, got us through a difficult time. So we're going to have sharing about that. And we're going to have sharing from the book, Not God Enough. I'm looking around for my copy and I'm realizing my copy's at home because I was oh. reviewing it, but we're reading the book, Not God Enough. And there's a book club that's doing it. We're sharing about it on the soup suppers on Wednesday night. So um, yeah, there, boom. Tim's reading it by J.D. Greer. Um, good book. Good, challenging ideas, all based in scripture. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed our first book club meeting, and I've been really enjoying the book just as a whole. I think it's got great content, and we have some here if people still want to join in. And Yeah. Uh, yeah, and if you want to give one to a friend or something, you think it'd be a good uh, witness or say, hey, we're reading this book at our church. We've got nine or so copies left right now. So uh, we had our first virtual soup summer, supper. Thanks, Tim, for hosting it. I was off coaching cross country, uh, which that season is almost over, believe it or not, because <laughs> we started at the beginning of February and we'll end here in March. But um, but thank you for hosting. And I heard it was a lot of fun. And I heard Waming shared his testimony and that was impactful. And so um just looking forward to a few more of those as we go through this season of Lent so um yeah yeah so make plans to join us on Wednesdays at 6 30 for that and um we've been sending out the the zoom link uh, we'll send it out again next week but if you for some reason can't find it or whatever let us know and we'll make sure you get it cool I had a couple cool. last minute ones last night so I was I was working furiously to make sure everybody had what they needed <laughs> so, smoke was coming off his fingers he was it it was kind of like that so like the meeting was going and i was getting messages hey i need like i sent it you got it but sometimes sometimes we send things and people should have received them but they don't go where they're supposed to go so they're like children yeah and yeah, I, I, I have this one kid, I won't name who he is on my cross country team. I used to coach him soccer too. If you say to the whole team, Hey, everybody go that way. And you point and you say, right, go right over there. The one kid, this one kid has always gone the opposite direction. It's like somehow his hearing and visual compass, he sees a mirror image or, you know, the exact opposite. <laughs> and yeah, it's funny. Um, I was watching the grocery store yesterday where we parked uh, for kids to go get some food after the race, they, they all came in and they, they saw the bus and we were slightly to their left. 
everybody came out of the store and saw the bus and went gently to the left towards the bus. This one kid came out of the grocery store, made a beeline right, you know, the exact opposite of where the bus is. <laughs> just made my day like, oh man, it just, he should never be a navigator. I mean, who knows? He'll probably end up being an Air Force pilot or something, but uh, where the equipment does all the work for you. But um, <laughs> yeah, so we can get off uh, as human beings, Tim, I'll use that as a segue. We can get off on the wrong direction. We can really convince ourselves that we are on the right path uh, because we like to build our cases and select evidence that um, backs up how we want to see the world or how we want to win an argument. And we, we, we do this. It, it, I think one of the names for it is confirmation bias, where we yeah. maybe only listen to sources that we know will already agree with us. Uh, social media, how it's set up now is you search for one type of thing. If you like it, then most of the social media formulas or algorithms, they call them, will keep giving you that type of thing. And you get deeper and deeper into the rabbit hole, they call it, um, you know, but I, really, I just search for things like bacon. So I don't have to yes. worry about what comes back to me, just anything. But about. then like, if you also had searched for mittens, you'll start seeing like bacon mittens, and then you'll start like justifying eating your own mittens and it all kind of your oh, universe becomes really strange. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, you know, we, this is not a new problem with social media, really. I think we as humanity going back to the garden of Eden have always looked for what, what can I find that, that makes me right? What, what witness, even if it's not a full witness, what, what can I take from some, some, someone or something and kind of say, ah, that means, I am right. Mm -hmm. And, and so we're kind of looking at that issue because Jesus is forcing us to look at that issue in the gospel of John chapter five, starting with verse 30, going to verse 47. He talks about why we should believe in him uh, as truly being who he is, the son of God equal to the father, and that he has true witnesses that point to him. And that his, you know, his people, the Jewish people, the Jewish religious teachers of his time, weren't seeing him rightly because they they didn't like how he used the sabbath or other things they didn't like that he was calling himself equal with god but he was pointing out but you're not actually looking at what what gives my claims validity uh you're not looking at the the witnesses to me and so then he in john 5 30 through 47 we you can pause this and go read it yourself we're not going to read it here but it's a rich dense important teaching from Jesus about, um, about who testifies or gives witness to Jesus being who he says he is. Because Jesus, who, if he is who he says he is, and he says he's the son of God here to bring salvation to any who believe in him, then that's what we call an ultimate claim. It is either true or it's not. And if it's true, it has um, huge, gigantic implications for us in our life and, and for eternity even about the very nature of life itself. So testing his claims and seeing if they have validity or not is super important. And the good news is he's very good about telling us, well, these are the reasons you should look at me uh, as, a, as the Savior, as the Son of God. Right. And so um, that's some background on that section. As you read it, and I don't know if this happened to you, Tim, it's, it's a mind twister. And you read it and go, ooh, what's going on here? But uh, 
but it's it's super important. Yeah, I I did have that experience, and I think I confess to you that it's something that um, I think comes up in John's writing from time to time, and it kind of bothers me about it. <laughs> but it's important to work through the difficulty, and uh, so you know, I think it's always good to work on the scriptures that are hard instead of just ignoring them because they're they're there for us. They were um, inspired uh, by the Holy Spirit for us to read. And there is something important in there for us. And so don't just gloss over it if it's difficult. Um, use, the, use the notes, use the cross-references, read another book, talk to somebody else, kind of you know, figure it out. That's one of the things that's so valuable about Bible study groups, I think, too, uh, Pastor Corey, is that opportunity to, when you come to a passage like this, to work through it with somebody else. Um, there's there's no reason you have to do it all on your own. And, and then pray and listen for the Holy Spirit's guidance, too, to help you understand. But um, it is it is an interesting section, as you, as you suggested, and also an important one. And and testimony, I think, and, and being a witness is, this is not the first time we've, we've seen this language in John's gospel. And so there seems to be something really important about this because uh, it keeps coming back. So that's maybe a signal too, that we should pay attention to what's being said. Right. I, well, I think we know the reason why he wrote the book because he tells us right. that, that this is written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the son of God, and that by believing you would have faith in his name. And so he wants to highlight those things that will lead the reader to believe in Jesus as, you know, and so he's giving teachings and miracles and the whole, you know, tying the story together. So people will see why they should believe in Jesus. And, um, you know, the, so that's, you know, that's why he wrote the book and that's why this section is here. But, um, you know, I think you bring up the idea as we study the Bible, uh, you know, we say as Christians that the Bible is inspired. And I think some people use that as a lesson, a license, excuse me, use it as a license to abuse the Bible, like the Bible's inspired. So it's a magical book. So if I take one of its nuggets, you know, out of one of its page and then I can use it how I want. Like, you know, if I take Jeremiah, what, 29, 11. And then, so the God, God has plans for me. He's going to bless everything in my life, you know, or uh, Philippians 4, 13, you know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, you know? So an athlete could say, I'm never going to lose because Christ, I'll have the strength of Christ in me. And we can, we can take that and not read the, the whole of inspired scripture or what we call the whole counsel of God. And, and we often will make the, the scriptures very self-centered. And so reading them as a community and also reading them in the context of the whole witness of scripture uh, is really important. Um, because yes, the Bible is inspired, but the Bible is not inspired so that you can use it how you want to based on just your interpretation. The Bible is inspired to tell us who God is, on God's terms, not ours, and then to listen from God in scripture about who we are and how we need God. And, and then how do we, how do we learn those things? Well, we learn by encountering the scriptures, working through them with the body of Christ and, and, you know, learning uh, that 
that we need the son of God, uh, you know, that we need God coming to earth. How do we know that? Because God tells us in the scripture. So um, I think, I mean, I, I've had a lot of experience in the church where people say the Bible is inspired, but then they, what they mean by that is I have my little proof texts and my little things that I like, and I'm going to take them and I'm going to emphasize those, but I may not bring up other things. And that's, that's, that's a big part of what the sermon's going to be about this week. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think, um, yeah, that's a good topic for this time in, in history, I think. And just, just to revisit this idea um, about how we're using the scripture too. And, and uh, I know as I read and consider the scripture, sometimes I walk away and I say, God's word and what he, he lays out for us in the Bible is a lot more radical than uh, I'm willing to let it be in my life, you know, um, and because it's hard, because the things that the, the way that um, the way that it calls us to live can be difficult. Um, it 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 seems to, you know, come against our human uh, our natural human tendencies and desires like all the time. So it's always challenging, you know, our perspective and where we're coming from. And it's like, ah, oh, I'm justified in, in being angry with my neighbor because of blah, 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 or whatever. And then it's like, oh no, don't let the sun go down on your anger and don't give the devil a foothold. And it's like, ah, oh, no, that's not, <laughs> that's not what I wanted to read it's hard because like you said we want to be justified and, and kind of righteous in our conviction but our conviction needs to come from the scriptures and not from our own ideas about the the world and and i really like your emphasis on that whole counsel of god excuse yeah. me whole counsel of god and and that's so important for us to look at the scripture as a whole and to really submit ourselves to its authority and and try to right. get, get get over ourselves and <laughs> yeah I, I think we just trick ourselves a lot that um we're the authority and um yeah i think in jesus day they were doing it and i think in ours they were too so i hope people can tune in sunday uh, on the radio or online and or we have our our in-person uh worship watch parties and we still have some room at either 9 or 11 a.m so if they're interested in that and they're hearing this before Sunday, they can call the church and, and yeah. we'll tell them more about that. And they can show up and watch the service uh, from the comfort of the sanctuary. Um, and But I just hope people tune in. I think we got to uh, wrap up, my friend, because yeah. I have uh, another appointment on Zoom, believe it or not. But uh, this yeah. has been fun, Tim. Yeah, it's been good to be with you. And so, yeah, I hope people can join us on Sunday for worship or catch up afterwards. Uh, for this uh, sermon from John's gospel as we continue our uh, series that you may believe. Uh, so thank you all for listening and watching. This has been Tim and Corey coming to you from our Zoom studios here in the rolling hills of Palouse, Washington. We hope you have a blessed week. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.